Broadcasting live from Global Headquarters and RP Enterprises in Greenwood, Missouri. Stand by on this frequency. After 22 years of entertaining FM radio listeners across the U.S., across the U.S., this man is the owner and executive producer of the award-winning Heartland Waterfowl on Sportsman's Channel, CEO and founder of Dumar Chemical Solutions, and the man behind the mic of Paparan Radio Voiceovers and Production. He's the man, the myth. The legend, a global icon, future Nobel Prize winner, and of course he paid me to say all this. Really? Literally. Welcome to the Papa Ron Podcast. Here's your host, Ronnie Phillips. Ronnie Phillips. Welcome back, yeah! Woo. Episode 3 of the Papa Ron Podcast. So, so thankful to have everybody on board. The feedback from the first two episodes has sincerely, sincerely exceeded my expectations. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for the time you have spent listening and watching each episode. It's my goal that this show will cover a multitude of topics from personal development, entrepreneurship, mental health, mental health, hunting, fishing, sports, and so much more. And of course, you can interact with the Papa Ron Podcast by sending in a text or leaving a voicemail with your questions or comments at 816-558-6389. At some point in the... um and at some point in the entire Papa Ron podcast life, there is going to be some interaction. I believe it. See, people are going to call in. They're going to leave voicemails or they're going to send text messages. 816-558-6389. And don't forget to follow the podcast and all of your favorite social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, follow along to find out about topics and guests for upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, please Uh, You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and CastBox. And in addition to watching the podcast on Spotify, you can also watch the Papa Ron podcast on the Papa Ron podcast YouTube channel. Thanks again to my guests from last week, Sean Luchtel of Heartland Bowhunter and Dr. Rodney Hammer of the Restoration House of Greater Kansas City. And if you missed it, Sean and I discussed the upcoming Heartland premiere in the Charity Golf Classic. Uh, The Charity Golf Tournament is going to be held on Friday, June 3rd at Fred Arbanis Golf Course, which will benefit the Restoration House of Greater Kansas City that houses, protects, and rehabilitates adult women and minor girls who are victims of human trafficking. That podcast dives deep into the grotesque business of human trafficking and is also informative to all parents. So our goal with this charity golf tournament is to raise as much money as we possibly can to present a check to the Restoration House at the night of the Heartland premiere on Saturday, June 4th at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center in Independence, Missouri. The event is free to the public with an opportunity to win some absolutely incredible prizes. Uh, We're going to be raffling off all kinds of prizes from Heartland Bowhunter and Heartland Waterfowl sponsors. So um, you'll also get to See an episode of HB and HW before the new seasons hit the Outdoor Channel and Sportsman's Channel, which we're real excited to show our new content. So uh, the first 200 people in the door also are going to receive a free Heartland Premier Engraved Yeti mug. Don't miss this. It's a largely attended event. It'll draw people from across the country on Saturday, June 4th at Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center in Independence, Missouri. Now, tonight on the show, we're going to discuss the power of starting each day and personal development. Now, upon starting my entrepreneurial career, I learned quickly the importance of starting each day seeking positive, motivational, and uh, informational content. This could be from spending a few minutes in scripture or watching one or two motivational videos on YouTube or following certain people or pages on social media. So um, it's going to be very informative, I think, and we're going to give you the foundation of how you can get started in your own personal development, excuse me, personal development. Also on the show, if you were able to listen to episode one, you might recall a feature called Ronnie's Radio Rewind, where I played an old radio air check from my very first guest to the Papa Ron podcast, Matthew Blades, who's formerly of uh, Mix 93.3 in Kansas City. Uh, As some of you who might be watching or listening might know, I actually spent 22 years of radio uh, in radio as a personality in a handful of different radio markets across the country. In this week's Ronnie's Radio Rewind, we're going to go back to 2003. 
Yes, nearly 20 years ago when I was doing nights at Young Country Q104. It'll be fun to take a walk down memory lane and share the fun that I used to have back in my old radio days. And finally, it is going to get heavy again on this podcast because on this week's show, we're going to be talking to a new friend by the name of Bobby Hines. Bobby lost his brother, Jared, to suicide on New Year's Eve 2020. It was because of that tragedy. Uh, he and his sister and, and a few others are launching a new organization called Be The Reason. And now this organization has a purpose to bring attention to mental health and addiction awareness, an effort to lift people up who might be struggling and show us all that we do have a purpose in life. And although this will be deep, I believe it will be informative, uh, especially during a time when depression and suicidal thoughts are at an all-time high in today's society. All of that is coming up on the Papa Ron podcast. So let's officially get the show started with the topic of personal development. You know, when I left radio to embark on my entrepreneurial career with the launch of Heartland Waterfowl, I knew, I knew where I was wanting to, what I was wanting to achieve, but I often ran up against the roadblocks of not knowing really how to get there. From that, I learned a very valuable lesson. You're a product of your environment. And once I began to surround myself with other entrepreneurial-minded people, I began to find the little basic things that made them click. In a sense, I picked up on the foundation to their success. They were committed to the process. And that process started with them dedicating time and personal development each morning. Now, a little later in the show, I'm going to share some of the content that I lean on to get me in the right frame of mind. But before I do, I need to share that there was also one other important thing that I, that I learned. And that is that these people have a why in their life. Why is it that they do what they do? Their why wasn't to make a lot of money or to have a big house or a fancy car. To know your why, it has to go beyond material items. It has to be something that moves you emotionally. So I had to discover my why. And for me, it was leaving a legacy for my kids. You know, for many years, I lived paycheck to paycheck, and I would see people around me all the time that were doing very well professionally. And at many times, these people were younger than me, and they weren't necessarily any smarter than me. The difference was they didn't allow the fear of failure to stop them. And if you think about it, it's the start that stops most people. I'll say that again. It's the start that stops most people. Now, think of how many times you've ever had a great idea, but you never did anything with it. And later, somewhere down the road, someone came out with an invention or a business idea that you had already thought of. The difference is they put a plan together to execute the idea and the rest of us didn't. And that, that could be for a variety of reasons. It could be the fear of failure, maybe a lack of self-esteem or the belief that we aren't smart enough, or maybe the simple uncertainty of how do we get started? Maybe it's a financial issue, knowing that we don't have the capital to invest in an idea and simply shot down the idea before we could even poke around and evaluate what our options are. Well, I know this. I don't want to be 80 years old in a nursing home reflecting back on my life and have any regrets that I didn't try. And most importantly, I don't want my kids growing up to see me as their father settling for less. We live in a country that gives us the opportunity to pursue our dreams. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. In fact, it's going to be hard and often really hard. But, it's, but, it, but, it was easy, but if it was easy for everyone, everyone would do it. Maybe if I fail, maybe I will fail if I try is basically what I'm trying to say. Maybe I will fail. If I try, maybe I will fail. And let me just say this, if you're not failing, you're not trying. But if you push and you keep trying, you're eventually going to win. Much like this podcast, I, I don't know what's going to come of this, but I know what's going to happen if I don't try. And I know this for certain, I won't have any regrets when I'm reflecting back on my life in a nursing home. My why is to teach my children that surrounding yourself with like-minded people, a commitment to working hard and a mindset to love your haters and use that as motivation to prove them wrong, I've already won, regardless of how much money I make. Because a majority of those haters 
they will never take the risk. Think about this. No successful person in this world ever accomplished anything without taking a risk or allowing failure to stop them from trying again. Steve Jobs, Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, Walt Disney. That's just to name a few. If you don't believe me, Google them. Google those names. Read their stories. If they would have quit after failing the first time or let negativity of others stop them from trying, think of the legacy we all would have missed out on, not to mention their own kids. Now, with that said, you don't have to be self-employed or be an entrepreneur to have, the minds, to have this mindset. And there's absolutely no shame in working a corporate job. Corporate job, excuse me. I believe success is defined by true happiness and positioning yourself to living life to the fullest so that you won't be in that nursing home at the end of your life and dwelling on regrets for not taking a chance. What is your why? Coming up next, I'm going to share some content that I, uh, that I like to follow that helps me in my personal development. And I hope that it will open the door for you to seek out similar content so that you might be able to narrow in on what your why is in life. Also on the show, I'm looking forward to this week's Ronnie's Radio Rewind because for fun, I'm going to take a walk down memory lane and share a particular night in 2003 when I was hosting a radio show on what was then called Young Country Q104. Later in the show, I'll also be talking to Bobby Himes about a new organization called Be The Reason, an organization that will soon be launching in memory of his brother Jared who took his own life on New Year's Eve 2020. All of that is coming up on the all-new Papa Ron Podcast. Pump Around podcast is brought to you by the award-winning Heartland Waterfowl, airing now on Sportsman's Channel. Check heartlandwaterfowl.com for airtimes. The all-new Season 9 debuts in July on Sportsman's Channel. And don't forget about the new original series on the Heartland Waterfowl YouTube channel. Check it out, and don't doubt the scout. Now, back to the Pump Around podcast. Here's Ronnie Phillips. The Papa Ron Podcast can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Follow along to find out about future guests and topics. And remember that you can be a part of the show by texting or leaving a voicemail at 816-558-6389. And if you would, visit the home of the Papa Ron Podcast at paparonradio.com. Coming up, we'll be discussing mental health and addiction awareness and a soon-to-be-launched organization called Be The Reason. Bobby Hines will be in studio to discuss the loss of his brother Jared to suicide and the importance of sharing that tragedy to help now lift up others who are struggling. We're also going to be talking about personal development again, and we're going to be you know, trying to help you identify what is your why and, and starting a consistent process and de- devoting time each day in personal development. One of my favorite motivational speakers is a guy by the name of Eric Thomas, a.k.a. the E.T. or E.T., the hip hop preacher. Um, Right now, I'm going to share some audio from Eric Thomas. Um, This is about a five minute audio piece. So bear with me, but I think you're going to love it. This this resonated with me the minute I heard it. And to this day is one of my favorite stories. Here's Eric Thomas on YouTube. If you do the three things I tell you to do tonight, I guarantee you, whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. You will be able to accomplish whatever you want to academically, financially, relationally, whatever. So three things. All right, I'm going to tell you the story. I got to get out of here. And the story is about, you guys have probably heard about this before. It was a, it was a young man who, you know, he wanted to make a lot of money. And so he went to this guru, right? And he told the guru, you know, I want to be on the same level you are. And so the guru said, if you want to be on the same level I'm on, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach at 4 a.m. He liked the beach. I said, I want to make money. I don't want to swim. (laughs) Guru said, if you want to make money, I'll meet you tomorrow. 4 a.m. So the young man got there at 4 a.m. He all ready to rock and roll, got on the suit. He should have wore shorts. The old man grabs his hand and said, how bad do you want to be successful? He said, real bad. He said, walk on out in the water. So he walks out into the water. Watch this. When he walks out into the water, it goes waist deep. So he's like, this guy crazy. Adrian, he's like, I want to make money. He got me out here swimming. I didn't ask to be a lifeguard. I want to make money. He got me. In. So he said, come out a little further. Walked out a little further. Then he had it right around this area, the shoulder area. So this old man crazy. He's making money, but he's crazy. 
said, come on out a little farther. He came out a little farther. It was right at his mouth. My man, like, I'm about to go back in here. This God is mine. So the old man said, I thought you said you wanted to be successful. He said, I do. He said, walk a little further. He came, dropped his head in, held him down, hold him down. My man getting scratching, holding him down. I got you. I know you brushed it out, but I got you. <laughs> he had him held down. I need you for an illustration. He had him held down just before my man was about to pass out. He raised him up. He said, I got a question for you. Somebody answered the question for me. He said, when you were underwater, what did you want to do? Lee, I'm looking for a different word, though, than lip. What's that word? He said, I wanted to breathe. He told the guy, he said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. I don't know how many of y'all got asthma here today, but if you ever had an asthma attack before, you short of breath, SOB, shortness of breath, you wheezing. The only thing you're trying to do is get some air. You don't care about no basketball game. You don't care what's on TV. You don't care about nobody calling you. You don't care about a party. The only thing you care about when you're trying to breathe is to get some fresh air. That's it. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful, as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. You've got to be willing to work off for three hours of sleep, two hours. If you really want to be successful, some days you're going to have to stay up three days in a row. Because if you go to sleep, you might miss the opportunity to be successful. That's how bad you got to want it. You got to go days without, listen to me, you got to want to be successful so bad that you forget to eat. Beyonce said once she was on the set doing her thing, three days had gone by, she forgot she didn't eat. Because she was engaged. i never forget uh, when 50 Cent was doing his movie, I did a little research on 50. And 50 said that when he wasn't doing the movie, he was doing the soundtrack. And they said, when do you sleep, 50? Sleep, he says, sleep. Sleep is for those people who are broke. I don't sleep. He said, I got an opportunity to make a dream become a reality. Football players, how many football players? I got anybody like football in here? Raise your hand. Anybody like football? Emmitt Smith. I used to be a Cowboy fan before they did my boy Tom Landry wrong. True I used that. to be a Cowboy fan. True that. And watch this, there was a commercial. Emmitt Smith had won his first Super Bowl, and he had this commercial when he was lifting weights. I don't know if you saw the commercial when he was lifting, and he said, he said Emmitt said, you know what? Ah, I won the Super Bowl, so I can rest now. He, had, he was doing his bench press. So he said, I won the Super Bowl, so I can rest now. So he throws up about 325, boom. And he rests for about two seconds. Boom, boom, boom. Did you see that? He'd already won a Super Bowl. He said, I think I'm going to take a rest, and he rests for how long? One second. Most of you won't be successful because when you're studying and you get tired, you quit. And I'm here to tell you today, if you got a, somebody came to my office the other day crying, I said, look, don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going. Don't cry to quit. You already in pain. You already hurt. Get a reward from it. Don't go to sleep until you succeed. That right there is powerful. That's Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. How bad do you want it? When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired with your situation? He is a great follow. You can follow him on YouTube, Eric Thomas. You can follow him on Instagram. Facebook. I mean, you can follow him everywhere. He is phenomenal. There are a few others I like to pull info from, like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, also known as Gary V. The guy has a mouth of a sailor. But if you can get past all the cursing to understand his mindset and his heart, you'll adopt a new perspective on life that will put a new air. Well, that will put new air in your lungs, give you a new vision for happiness in your life. Obviously, Tony Robbins is really good. Steve Harley, uh, Harvey is really good. Les Brown is pretty old school, but certainly excellent in delivering a great message. I like to follow the page Motivation on TikTok. I also like um, Millionaire Steps on Instagram. 
I really love to watch Shark Tank on CNBC. Anybody like Shark Tank? Shark Tank is awesome. They often run marathon episodes on on at night on CNBC. Um, I like not I, not only do I like watching the show to see the new business ideas, but I mainly like to watch for listening to the mindset of the investors like Mark Cuban, Damon John, and Robert Herjavec. Um, these guys are incredible. Another great follow is David Goggins, who has a fantastic story. And if you're a woman, I highly suggest following Rachel Hollis and Mel Robbins. You can search these people on YouTube or Google or follow them on any of the social platforms and pull great information that you can implement into your daily personal development. And again, you're a product of your environment. Surround yourself with inspirational content. And I promise you, if you're consistent in your effort, if you're consistent with the process of consuming the content and truly applying it to your life, you're going to see a difference. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to have a little fun and go back nearly 20 years to my radio days at what was then called Young Country Q104 with Ronnie's Radio Rewind. That's coming up next, and I'm also excited to welcome to the show Bobby Hines. I recently re uh, met Bobby, who is the general manager at San uh, Sandy's Restaurant in Blue Springs, Missouri. Now, he has signed on to be a sponsor for the upcoming Heartland Premier Charity Golf Classic on Friday, June 3rd at Fred Arbonis Golf Course. All the proceeds are to benefit the Restoration House of Greater Kansas City that houses, protects, and rehabilitates victims of human trafficking. And when I shared our vision for this charity golf tournament with Bobby, he didn't even think twice to get involved. Didn't even think twice. And through that discussion, I quickly learned of Bobby's big heart after losing his brother, Jared, to suicide. We'll discuss how Sandy's Restaurant is contributing to this special event and his passion for giving back to the community. And a little later on, we'll dive into his brother, Jared's story and how they are about to launch a new organization called Be The Reason. Hang tight. It's coming up on the Papa Ron Podcast. The Papa Ron Podcast is brought to you by Dumar Solutions. Dumar Solutions, offering affordable chemical and PPE solutions for any industry. Automotive, industrial, manufacturing, concrete, and asphalt construction. Also offering kitchen cleaners, corrosion control, and specialty coatings. Detergents, cleaners, and degreasers, laundry care, floor care, odor control, personal hygiene, and much more. Do more with Dumar. Inquire with any of your needs at DumarSolutions.com. That's D-O-M-A-R-E solutions.com. Now back to the Pupperon podcast. Here's Ronnie Phillips. You're welcome to engage with the show by texting or leaving a voicemail at 816-558-6389. Again, that number, 816-558-6389. Your questions and comments are always welcome. It's about that time. I'm really excited about this. I get to walk down memory lane. It was about 20 years ago, well, 19, in 2003, when I was doing nights at Young Country Q104. So just take a minute. Let's have some fun with this. Sit back, crack open a drink, and enjoy all my corniness from about 20 years ago. Now on the Popperon Podcast, it's time for Ronnie's Radio Rewind. Radio Rewind. Young Country Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. Welcome to the Passion Phones with Ronnie Phillips at 816-576-7104. Hello. Hey, Ronnie, baby. Who's this? <laughs> this is Gina. Well, Gina, I love it when you say that. <laughs> you just like girls saying your name. I just love <laughs> girls saying my name, and especially when it follows with a baby. <laughs> Gina, what can I do for you tonight on the Passion Phones? Could you play, like... The next song, would it be possible to play Gary Allen's The One? The next song? Yeah. How about we just do it right now? That would be fabulous. Okay. Make it to Barry from Gina. You got it, Gina, baby. Thank you. No rush. Certified American. KBQ Kansas City. 104.3 FM. Young Country Q104. Proud to be Kansas City's number one country music station. Just past 10 o'clock, I'm Ronnie Phillips on Kansas City's number one station for country concerts like Gallapalooza, number eight, and Toby Keith. Listen to win tickets and meet the stars exclusively on the station you made number one. Young Country Q104. KBQ Kansas City. 
I love Young that. Country Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. That is by request. Back at what? Mark Wills. Ronnie Phillips with the Passion Phones. Hello. Hey, Ronnie. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Who's this? This is Barry. Hey, Barry. What can I do for you? I think my girlfriend, Gina, just called him. She did. She called me a baby. (laughs) And not in a mean way, in a very sensual way. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She was flirting with me, Barry. I know. Well, can you play Emerson Drive's new song from me to her? Only God can stop me loving you? Yes. You got it, buddy. Thank you much. Young Country Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. Passion phones just before 11 o'clock. What can I play for you? Can you play that tonight? Playing forever and for always for me? Yeah. What's your name? Kathy. Kathy, any reason why you want to hear that tonight? Um, for my blazy. For your what? My blazy. My baby. <laughs> what did you call him? Blaze. His name's Blaze, but I call him Blazy. Blazy. Lazy. Lazy, your baby. Yeah. Hey, you have yourself a wonderful evening. Here is Shania Twain for you on the Passion Phones. Thank you. Passion Phones. Young Country Q104, <laughs> Kansas City's number one country music station. That is Montgomery Gentry and Speed. A little less than an hour left in the Passion Phones tonight. What you up to? Not much. Uh, just got a few of the guys over here playing some poker, getting my tail kicked. <laughs> I got to tell you, over the weekend, I dropped $400 in one of the casinos. Holy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, now i got to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent. <laughs> this is just a $5 game. I didn't, I'm not dropping $400. I'm so tempted to go out in a, in a Santa Claus outfit right now and start ringing a bell. <laughs> See if I can't pay my rent. <laughs> what can I play for you tonight, bud? I would like to hear Tim McGraw, Indian Outlaw. No problem, buddy. Good luck with your poker game, okay? Okay. Here's Tim McGraw for you, and have a good night. Okay. Young Country. What is that noise? Ronnie Phillips on Q104. I'm an Indian Outlaw. Young Country, Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. What's happening? Um, doing okay. I w- better than 30 minutes ago, for sure. Why? What happened 30 <laughs> minutes ago? Um, well, I've been in school for four and a half hours, okay. but we just got out, so it's well, better now. What kind of class is it? Um, it's actually a reporting one class. So I, I'm trying to take your job. I'm a broadcast <laughs> major. Don't do it! <laughs> Run while you can! Oh, I don't know. No, it's the coolest what? job in the world, I gotta say. I bet so. I bet so. very, very fun job, but you ain't taking my job, girl. <laughs> okay. You better be able to put up a good fight. Well, I can do that. All right, honey. What can I play for you? Um, I was hoping some Kenny Chesney. Something upbeat. I'm driving home and just got to stay awake. Well, turn up your radio, girl. It's time to crank it up with Kenny Chesney. Sounds good. Thanks. So fun. Gosh, that was fun. Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. And who? That's my request. My name's Ronnie Phillips. And you have got the passion phones. Till midnight tonight. Hello. How's is the world's cutest, nicest, and sweetest DJ? Cutest, nicest, and sweetest, and did I hit them all? Huh? Were those all adjectives? And wonderfulest. Oh, wonderful, huh? And the bestest. Oh, the bestest. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are you? My name is Michelle, and I really want you to play a song. Is that why you're buttering me up? No, I listen to you every night. You do? Uh-huh. Don't lie now. I'm not. I even make him listen to you at I've work. seen the ratings. Based on the ratings, I don't think that you're listening to me every night. Every single night. I even make him listen to you at work. Well, boy, I wish the ratings would reflect it. And they don't even like country music, and I make them listen to you. You're like <laughs> well, my favorite DJ. God bless you. I, your fa- <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what can I play for you? The new Fatal song. You're still here? Yes. You bet. Michelle, you have a wonderful night, and thanks for all the nice words. You're welcome. Thought I saw you today. Hey, buddy, I like it when you do that Lonnie Dada DVD thing. Can you do that for me? I love that. Young Country, Q104, Kansas City's number one country music station. He is your national star. His name is Buddy Jewel, and that is called Help Pour Out the Rain. Now, 25 minutes left here in the Passion Phones, 816-576-7104. What is your name? My name is Carol. Hey, Carol, how are you tonight, babe? I'm doing great. I just got off work. <laughs> I, I'm like the other lady. I work seven days a week, two jobs. Ew. Yeah, that's a bummer. What can I do for you? Actually, I would like to hear, and I don't remember the name of the song, but it's Emerson Driver. Is that the... Actually, Emerson Drive. Drive, okay. Uh-huh. Is there any chance I could hear that song? What song is it? Whichever one you would like to choose. We'll so do much. Fall Into Me. How about that? That's great. That would be wonderful. You have a safe drive home, and thanks for listening Thank to Q104. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun. Yeah! Ronnie's Radio Rewind. See how much fun I had back in the day? 
Can you tell that I had a ton of fun back in the day? It looks like you had a ton of fun. Oh my gosh. Can you what's hard to believe is that was 20 I'm sorry. Let me not exaggerate. 19 years ago, back in 2003. Ladies and gentlemen, I am excited to welcome to the Papa Ron Podcast. He's not only a proud sponsor of the Heartland Premier Charity Golf Classic, he is also the general manager of Sandy's Kitchen. Did I get it right? Sandy's Restaurant. restaurant. I didn't get it right. Sandy's Restaurant in Blue Springs, Missouri. Ladies and gentlemen, my boy Bobby Hines. Welcome to the show, Bobby. Thank you. How you feeling? Are you nervous? No, no, good, good. You've been getting, you were sitting there. You got to have your bottled water. You got to listen to me chop, slap my lips back and forth for a little bit while. So hopefully you've got to take off the edge for a little bit. Right, I'm over here living my best life. Are you good? Good, good, man. Well, listen, man, I'm really touched by your generosity. When we had the opportunity to jump on a call and discuss the upcoming charity golf classic, um, you were you were so generous. Uh, I've already mentioned the fact that you are the general manager of Sandy's Restaurant. Let's quickly revisit that call because obviously you have a passion for giving back to the community after the loss of your brother Jared to suicide. Now I want to I want to wait just a little bit before we dive too much into that story, um, but I have to say that I was really impressed with your character and the quick response that you had to be involved with our charity. Um, have you always had that passion or was that just something that came later after the loss of Jared? No, I think that passion's always been there, especially with the restaurant. We try to do as much in the community as possible. And we always have, you know, we've got a good relationship with these, with the blue Springs school district and the blue Springs police department and the chamber. And it just goes on and on and on. You know, we being the owner, Eric Lucas, we've, uh, we've, we build a good partnership in this and, and with the community. And we figured out, you know, if, if you give, you get what you give back, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's pretty much it. When I heard you about your cause, I haven't ever had an opportunity to help with the human trafficking part of anything. And, mm-hmm. and that really intrigued me. So yeah, I jumped right in on it. I think it's a great deal that you guys are doing. You know, it's crazy that you wouldn't know this. You wouldn't think it just being that we feel like living here in Kansas city in the middle of the heartland, that this is just, it's just innocentville, right? But actually Kansas city and this region is the top five, if not top two hubs for human trafficking in the entire country. See, that's crazy. It is. You wouldn't think it, but the reason for that is if you look at the interstate system, you got I 35 that goes as far down to Texas and all the way north to the, the Canada the border. And then you got I-70 that basically goes all the way across the country, west to east. Um, that is the reason. That is the reason why that is, it is such a serious issue. So we felt called, uh, called to bring it to the forefront because it is a grotesque business and people are uncomfortable talking about it. But it is a serious issue that we wanted to bring to the forefront. So for those who will be attending the Heartland Premier Charity Golf Classic, again, uh, that's coming up on Friday, June 3rd at Fred Arbarnas Golf Course, um, Sandy's Kitchen. Restaurant. restaurant. Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Sandy's Restaurant is going to be uh, very involved and is going to be hanging out. What's on the menu for that day? I think we're just going to do something simple, some fruit, some breakfast burritos, um, nice. something of that nature, something they can grab and go. So basically, any of the, those who are going to be attending, whether you're a volunteer or you're a, a golfer, um, breakfast is on Sandy's Restaurant. Absolutely free breakfast. You come in, you can check in, uh, grab yourself a burrito, a cup of fruit, go to the driving range, hit a few balls, and then uh, we'll get things underway and try to raise some money throughout the day. So, Bobby, we'll um, coming up next. Bobby's going to open up about the tragedy of losing his brother, which was awful. It happened on New Year's Eve, twenty twenty. We're going to dive deep into Jared's story of depression and addiction and how how this organization is committed to turning a negative into a positive. The organization is called Be The Reason. That impactful story is coming up next on the all-new Papa Ron Podcast. You're listening to the Papa Ron Podcast. Keep up to date on new podcasts, new discussion topics, and future casts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Search Papa Ron Podcast and be sure to like and leave a comment. Now, back to the show. Here again is your host, Ronnie Phillips. All 
All right, hopefully next week on the show, this is not confirmed yet, and I'm even a little timid to even promote it because I'm not sure if it's going to come to fruition, but my hope is that Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews from the Morning Drive on New Country Q104 in Kansas City will be on this show. Uh, I was able to recently join them on their podcast called Q104 Morning After. Go on to your favorite podcast platform, subscribe to that. It's a great listen. Um, not only when I was on their podcast did we discuss about the, you know, the Heartland premiere and all the activities and events that, are, that surround that particular weekend, but we told some old stories about my old radio days at Q104. But then we also discussed my battle with anxiety and depression and how Jenny Matthews, who is a longtime friend, from back when she was working at Mix 93.3, she's been fighting the same issues for many, many, many years. Like I said, Jenny and I have been friends for a really long time, but after that in- interview, we related to one another and started sharing our similar symptoms and what we learned in the process of fighting mental illness, and we, re- we took our love for one another just grew exponentially. So that's hopefully coming up next week on the Papa Ron Podcast. I want to welcome back Bobby Hines, Sandy's Restaurant, Got in it. Blue Springs, Missouri. Okay. First off, thank you for not only being here, but for being as vulnerable as you're going to need to be to discuss the loss of your brother, Jared, um, to suicide a couple of years ago. So um, let's start with getting to know Jared. Tell me about the good old days and what you remember about those days of Jared. Man, Jared was a great guy, great kid. You know, I was six years old. You were oldest? You were the older brother? I was the oldest of four. Okay. Um Jared was the youngest, so there were six years between us, man. And so I kind of grew up, and I was like the ring manager. And, you know, I'd get him into some trouble, you know. And Jared mm-hmm. Jared always take the rap for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and then growing up, you know, I got when I got out of high school, you know, I kind of move on, and he was still he was still in school. But, you know, we was always, we was always close. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Jared do anything for anybody. And, you know, he's just – he's no different than anybody else that struggled, you know, whether it's with – Mental health or addiction, man, he he struggled. Keeping it a little bit more on the positive side, just to kind of get to know Jared. What were were some of the things that he liked? What were some of his passions? Was he into sports or was he really into his work? Or what what were the things that he he genuinely, that made him happy? Jared uh, lettered varsity defensive end his freshman year. Where did he go to school? In William Crispin. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was one of the very few freshmen at the time that was playing varsity and he was you know, a stud he, athlete then. Yeah, he started every snap. Real good baseball player. He played some basketball. It wasn't his favorite thing, but his, his passion was football and baseball. He got a uh, scholarship to a Division three school, Bacon College, out right outside. I believe it was Muskogee, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, I think he lasted two <clears throat> two semesters there. And his shoulders were shot between throwing curveballs oh, and, and tackling. But I bet. Uh, you know, and, and he was a great guy, man. He was he was great to be around. You know, everybody whenever. Anybody ask you, you know, what, what about Jared? And it's, it's that smile. You yeah. know, everybody talks about Jared's smile. You know? That's crazy. That kind of reminds me of, um, oh, my gosh, I'm going to draw a blank now. And the comedian that committed suicide. Um, Robin Williams? Yes, yes. Thank you. I mean, the smile. Right. You know, he always was smiling, always had that. Uh, and the passion that he appeared yeah. to live his life with. Yeah. Him. Yeah. When did you notice that things were starting to go downhill and, and what steps, uh, it's kind of a two-part question. When, when did you notice that things were starting to go downhill with Jared and what steps were taken from, by, by say the family and friends to help him? Yeah. You know, he was, he was gonna, he went through a divorce and, you know, he was, he was making some bad choices and, you know, everybody stepped in, you know, and tried to help him. But let's, let's back up just a little bit. Cause okay. you talked about bad choices. So yeah. were the bad choices, a, a reflection of the divorce? Was it the divorce and then the bad choices or, and what were the bad choices? I, I mean, the bad choices, you know, he started drinking again and, and that was, uh, that was always his demise, man. That's what that's what setting. So he back. was one of those guys. He didn't just ha- casually have a couple of drinks. When he drank, he, he went hard. He, he drank. Okay. And then uh, you know he started doing some other substances. He got into doing the meth, and mm. uh, that's when it was all downhill from there. You know, with the meth, and then he had some mental stuff going on. You know, he, he was never diagnosed that I know of, but you know, it was uh, it w- it was tragic to see him go downhill, and. Um, you know, that, that, that's all that tragedy is what like how I can explain it. Sure. So was it the addiction that that kind of pushed towards the divorce or was that kind of which came first? The, 
I believe the addiction came first. That kind of, that led through the divorce, you gotcha. know, and he was hiding some things, I believe, and uh, it was just it's just rough. I really don't know the full story there. Um, so he never really opened up. No, no, Jared Jared wasn't one that would that would talk. You know, you know, we we kind of talked about it earlier. The tough guy, I'm okay. Yeah, we talked about it off the air and in, in the whole fact that <clears throat> me battling my anxiety and depression and and like I've got Quentin Verlinek from Marathon Media Management, who's a very close friend and is part of the reason, along with Dakota Thurn, why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. I was it to, to make it kind of like medicine for me. But the thing that I learned in this process was that the internalizing of all of the different crazy things that were going on in my life was what was causing my body then to, it was, it was actually physically affecting my body. And it was not only you know, affecting that, but it was affecting my mind. It was destructing my mind. Um, and just how destructive internalizing is. We were talking about that off, off, you know, off air before we started the show. But he is a result of someone who kind of came up through that era where, you know, as a man, you don't share your emotions and you just internalize everything, rub some dirt on it and start a new day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So when was... So you talked about the divorce and the things with the, the addiction and the meth and all that. So from the time that you guys really started to understand that he had a problem, like a substance abuse problem, um, what was the timeline between finding out and when he ultimately took his life? No, it wasn't very long. It was uh, maybe, let me think back. Maybe 2018-ish. Okay. He started, you know, that's whenever I figured out he was doing the meth. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so 2018, into 2018 probably. Okay. And so it, it didn't take long, man. You know, if, if you lived your whole life and you decide that you're going to be 36 years old and go out and try to do that stuff, man, it'd take you fast. Yeah. Yeah, it'd take you fast. And, you know, it's uh, it's sad that someone hurts so bad that, they make mm -hmm. a very permanent permanent decision for a temporary problem. Yeah. But you as a family member never really knew what that thing was that made him hurt or that, that what, what, what it was that was allowing him to internalize all that shame to where he felt like he needed to mask it with the substance abuse. Right. Right. Wow. You know, and he had, you know, he had everybody around him, you know, mom, my sister, my other sister, uh, me, you know, every, everybody, everybody tried to help him. He had so many people reach out to him that, and it just, nothing took, you know, mm -hmm. nothing took, whether mm -hmm. it was, Hey, go to treatment. Hey, let's go to the hospital. Hey, go get a job and come stay with me. It, it's, it's just nothing took. Did he ever go to rehab? He'd been in rehab previously, but not on this last, not on this last stint, not on this last stint. So he did rehab once. Yeah. I believe once, maybe twice, Okay, maybe twice. Wow. And, and that was for alcohol at that time. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, this is going to be the part that's probably going to be the most difficult for you to discuss. Um, and I apologize in advance, but I think that the story is powerful in, in helping those who might be, you know, going through mental health issues or thoughts of uh, suicide or depression or anxiety or substance abuse. Um, let's go to New Year's Eve 2020. What happened leading up to that night? Man, I was, uh, I was actually in Clearwater, Florida, and uh, I was flying back on, uh, I was in, on the runway in Baltimore, and my sister called me, and she said, hey, are you home yet? I said, no. And she said, Jared's done something bad to himself. Mm. And at that time, he was living in Cole Camp, Missouri with my mom, and so my sister was on her way to my mom, and I'm in Baltimore, and uh, stuck on the runway. And that's how I found out about it. That was the longest plane ride from Baltimore to to uh, Kansas City that you could ever be on. I can't imagine. Um, expand on it. What what kind of took place after that? So after that, we, uh, you know, we, we, uh, I got off the plane, ran home, and we went and met at my sister's because they'd made it back. They'd made it back in town, man. Were you thinking that he was still alive? Because the way you just kind of verbalized no. it was that he did something bad to himself. No, no, because the way my sister was talking is she was telling me, but she wasn't telling me, Right, you know, so I, I knew speaking in code. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that, uh, that whenever she said it was bad, that it was bad. Gotcha. Yeah, there was, I didn't, I didn't land in Kansas city and think he was alive. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So then you you go down to your parents' house, right? Yeah, we went to Jennifer's house and uh, mom and and actually I stopped and got my dad and me and my wife and my dad and went and met my mom and my sister and you know we all had a moment you know everybody, everybody was in shock and you know my mom found him bless her heart you mm, know I, I know it's going to be my next question I don't I don't wish that on anybody any parent especially I couldn't imagine a, I, it's unnatural for a parent to lose their child anyways sure. And then for my mom to go like that. But, man, she stood strong the last two years. I'm really proud of her. Good for her. Really proud of her. She's doing good. Yeah. She's doing as good as you could do. Sure. Has she, um, she's seeking any help or? She's got into some groups on Facebook, some, some, yeah. uh, some suicide groups and talked to some other people, you know, and, uh, you know, she gets through it. You know? The only reason I bring it up is we talk about for us the people who are battling you know some mental illness is- issues in the uh, d- the destructive nature of internalizing it. It would be equally as destructive for her to internalize everything that she experienced, everything that she's seen, and just faking it and just putting a smile on her face. On the surface, it sounds like she's doing great, but I'm, I'm hoping that she isn't yeah. internalizing it and she's able to open up and and talk about it with your family or friends. Oh yeah, absolutely. We talk about it. We talk, we, we say his name all the time. Good. That's great. Naturally, um, this tragedy tragedy had an enormous impact on not only your family, but also the entire community. At what point do you embrace his problem and make it your mission to help others? So we, we kind of gave it some time before we'd done the services and, uh, it was during COVID, so all the funeral homes were shut down. So, oh, gosh, that's right. So we uh, we did it at the restaurant. You know, we're closed on Mondays, so we uh, we turned the restaurant into a, a celebration of life for him. And uh, there were so many people there that loved him. I mean, we filled the entire restaurant up, you know. And, and me and my sister really spent a lot of time doing the poster boards and going through pictures and, and – uh, it was so surreal because, you know, you didn't want to believe it because it just, it just happened. Right. And, you know, but we, uh, during there, I, I told Jaden, I had, we, me and Jaden was up there talking, his son. And, uh, I told him, man, we'll keep saying his name and we're going to help some people. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's how it all, that's, that's where it started right there. I promised my mom, we'd turn this into something good. And I promised Jaden, we'd, we'd keep saying his name. You know, we've referenced your sister quite a bit. And prior to recording this podcast, I had promoted that your sister, Jennifer Frank, was going to be on the show. And I just wanted to quickly just apologize that she wasn't able to be here like we originally thought. She was actually in an auto accident um, a little earlier today. And she's okay. All signs show that she's okay and she's fine. But uh, due to that, uh, she was unfortunately not able to uh, be on this podcast. So maybe somewhere down the road, we can bring her back and uh, dive into this again, um, an effort to, to help other people. So be the reason is now the new organization. It's not, um, it's not released yet. This is a, the, a work in progress. Uh, when you and I were talking about the Heartland premier charity golf classic, and you kind of talked about, you know, not only losing Jared, but you know, your passion for giving back to the community and helping charities and those less fortunate and, and, and actually being in the process of starting this new, is it a foundation or is it what, what, what is be the reason? Be the reason is going to be, you want to be the reason to lift somebody up. You want to be the reason to put a smile on somebody's face. Okay. You want to be the reason to make somebody's day. And it doesn't matter how you do it. You just do it. We want to leave that broad so we're not just focused on the mental health and the addiction. There's there's a lot of kids that need some help in the community. There's a lot of there's a lot of sex trafficking problems in the community. Right. So we're not just going to focus on one thing. We want to be able to help whoever needs help at the time of where we're at, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so that's the main focus and mission. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um when are we going to, when is this thing going to, do you have a timeline of when you think this is going to come out and, and what kind of initiatives you guys have to start to kind of launch the new organization? I, I don't, I don't have a timeline yet. I talked to Jason, my, my friend Jason Stillwell, that's who's, that's who's charity is going to be. And uh, he's still working on some paperwork things and trying mm-hmm. to get the ball rolling. You know, we, we've been doing things out of our own pocket and you know, we, you know, somebody gives us 50 bucks we go buy stickers or we go buy picture frames you know but so yeah. we, we've had this rolling for a minute we just want to get it up and running to where we can do some big things you know he he says he sees us standing on a big stage somewhere talking to people you know but yeah and you know like you keep saying about this podcast 
whenever this first happened and we started meeting and we was like, man, I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it. Yeah. You know, just get the gears in motion, right. man. And, and that's when we came up with that picture. Yeah. And that picture really took off, man. That picture's amazing. And uh, for those who are listening on a podcast platform where there's not video, it's a, um, it almost looks like a picture of fireworks in the background or it's a really slow exposure cue. What do you think? It's a low exposure with like a flashlight that's just going around in circles and stuff. It's a really cool picture. Uh, and the fonts reads, you matter. Um, I want to talk about that just real quick before we go on too much further, because I was telling you off um, before we started recording you know, I was internalizing my issue for a very long time, for nearly two years. <clears throat> and there were some friends that I would open up to just, just enough, you know, but, but I'd get to that, that point where I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable and I'd clam up, you know? So they would, there was friends like Q knew and my next door neighbors, Todd and Bobby, who are, you know, some of my closest friends, I was able to give them a little bit of insight to my pain, but I didn't want to share too much because my fear of what other people are going to think which was ridiculous. I, I know now I should have never thought that, but I did. That's where my mind was at. Um, Bobby, which I hope to goodness that she doesn't mind me telling the story and that I'm actually using her name. And I don't think that she will, but she and, and her husband, Todd were, were genuinely concerned about me. And Bobby had said, you know, I'm really concerned. She's talking to her husband now. She's really concerned about Ronnie. She's concerned about me and, you know, could tell that I was having those dark, I'll just say it. Suicidal thoughts. Sure. Um, I've said on the very first podcast that I never felt like I had the balls to do it because of my love for my kids. Um, but the fact that I had the, con the, the thought once and then I had it again and then again, and then more times than I can even count, that's bad in and of itself. So she had actually, without even asking my permission, she uh, invited me to a Facebook page called You Matter. What's crazy about this story is you actually are the administrator for that page. I am. And we didn't even know each other. No. We never had any plans to do a podcast together. No. And then I got here and you said your neighbor added you. Yeah. And now you've said your neighbor's name and I know who she is. I've known her forever. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's just almost like it's like God's working. God's working on all of us at this very single moment. Anyway, um, I was, I'm not going to lie. It, it, I was a little resentful that she added me and she knows that cause I've told her, um, we, we just have that kind of relationship that we can, you know, be uh, open and honest, but I'm not going to lie. Like <clears throat> later I became grateful for it because there was content within that page that I was coming across that lifted me up. Now it may be for 15 minutes. It might've been for the day, you know, it's, it's, I can't put a, a, a timeline of what each piece of content did for me, but there was times when I would come across content on that you matter page that, that it was like, okay, I can take a deep breath. I'm okay. I can, I can attack the next task for today. Um, it, I only bring that up because I'm grateful for the fact that you started the page. I'm grateful for your uh, genuine compassion for others um, based on, you know, what everything that you went through. I'm glad that it somehow made an impact on a neighbor of mine who I'm just now finding out that you know, and that that neighbor loved me enough to bring me into that page. And then somehow months later, when I'm calling you about doing a, a donation of, you know, or a, a sponsorship for this charity golf classic, and then you're telling me your story and I'm thinking, man, this would be, this would be informative. This would be information, you know, uh, uh, helpful to people who are listening to this podcast, you should be on the podcast. And now we're sitting here and it's like, whoa. Every, whoa. Everybody's exactly where they're supposed to be. Exactly. Just, it's mind blowing. So for those who might be listening or watching, because you can watch this podcast on Spotify and the Papa Ron Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, for those who are watching or listening and who may be battling depression, suicidal thoughts, substance abuse, or addiction, what would you say to them? Now, I, I, and look, I, I don't want to put you on the spot to the point where you feel like you have to give a professional, you know, doctor type of answer because you're not. And, right. But based, be, based on what you've experienced, because obviously you're very close and it's only been a couple of years. In my experience is you've got to talk to somebody. 
Yeah. You, you've got to get a network of people around you and you've got to open up and, and, and talking with people that are, that are in that state that the suffering, you know, they, they, they honestly believe that nobody wants to hear it or they feel inferior or, or, you know, that the, the guilt and the shame will allow them to talk. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel guilty and don't feel inferior because it's going to save your life. And you know what? You're probably going to help somebody along the way. And that's the biggest thing because the helps out there, you know, they'll, they'll throw you in a, in a room for 48 to 96 hours and then give you a list of phone numbers and send you on your way to a, to a, a facility that you probably can't get into for six months. You need help right now. So that's what we, we talked about building that network and putting those people around you and not being afraid. A lot mm-hmm. of it's fear, you know, a lot of fear being the, ma- the macho, the macho thing, especially, yeah. especially in men, man, mm-hmm. we, we can't be afraid. We all got to be there for each other. That's what it comes down to. We got to be there for each other. 100%. I, I can say as somebody who has been going through and battling my issues that the single biggest thing that has saved me is getting over the fear of talking about it, releasing the shame and surrounding yourself with genuine, authentic, God-fearing people who will be there to lift you up, um, regardless of their age. Right. Quentin right here is 25, 25, 46. Right. You know, 25-year-old who's got a big heart, full of compassion, loves me to pieces. Sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> you're, you're working this right guy, right yeah. right uh no but in, in all honesty like the the guy is just one of those guys you want in your corner you know and the sense of relief that i felt after opening up to him and a few others like todd and bobby and uh, like dakota and nate meyer just to name a few because there later became several more just the authentic authentic, genuine, sincere compassion and the regular follow-up, like not follow-up like, Hey, I'm really scared. Ronnie's going to hurt himself. Like I need to check on him today to see if he's still alive. No, it's like, Hey, I'm just going to check in with you and say, hi. Yeah. Just, Hey, what's up? Hey, what do you want to grab lunch? Makes your day, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes me, makes you feel like you are loved. And now that this person knows they don't treat me any differently. As a matter of fact, they love me maybe a little bit more, you know, and that makes them your reason. Yeah. That's, that's part of the be the reason. That's it. Right there. I love it. Bobby, uh, is there anything else you want to add before we move on? Man, no, we can move. Okay. Let's well, move. I just, I want to thank you again for taking the time to be um, on this podcast. After going through my recent battle with depression, I have a whole new outlook on the passion, a whole new outlook and passion for bringing mental illness to the forefront. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing Jared's story. Thank you. And everyone at Sandy's Restaurant for sponsoring the Heartland Premier Charity Golf Classic. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Papa Ron Podcast. You're listening to the Papa Ron Podcast. Keep up to date on new podcasts, new discussion topics, and future casts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Search Papa Ron Podcast and be sure to like and leave a comment. Now, back to the show. Here again is your host, Ronnie Phillips. Sorry, I love playing eardrums. If you're watching on the YouTube channel or Spotify, you would have just saw how I crushed it right there. Getting ready to wrap up the Papa Ron Podcast, episode number three. I want to thanks again. Once again, thanks to my boy, Quentin Verlinick, otherwise known as Q. I love you, brother. Thank you for being here with Marathon Media Management. Make sure you're following all of their social platforms. Follow their podcast called The Juice um, they've always got some very, they got a variety of different topics that they talk on that po- talk about on that podcast. So I'd love for you to check that out and subscribe to that. I want to thank him for being in studio and filming this episode so that we could put it up on Spotify and YouTube. Also quick thanks to the voice Rick Hunter. Uh, and then of course my boy, Rich Donovan, AKA Donovan for producing the imaging elements for the show. Don't forget to catch Donovan's online radio station that plays music from the eighties and the top hits of other decades. You can check it out at coolfmonline.com. Now, again, 
don't hold me to this. I'm hoping we're going to find a way to make it work because we typically record this podcast on Wednesday nights around 8, 8.30. That's not going to work out so well for a morning show in Kansas City that wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning or whatever time it is that they get up. But hopefully next week on the show, Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews from the Q104 Morning Drive will be on this show to discuss some of the fun that we had during uh, the days that, that I was at Q104, just the fun there is in doing personality radio, which you got to hear me do 20 years ago in tonight's Ronnie's Radio Rewind. We'll tell some fun radio stories, and then maybe Jenny and I will revisit the conversation that we had on their podcast called the Q104 Morning After, which you should also subscribe to that, where we were both open and public about our fight with depression and anxiety. I did that last week too. Wrong button. Here we go. <laughs> and thank you for listening and watching this episode and prior episodes of the Papa Ron podcast. Each week, I gain new inspiration from you with your feedback and your stories and how this show has had an impact on some of you. For Quentin Verlinick and Bobby Hines, I'm Ronnie Phillips. Catch you next week. You've been listening to the Papa Ron podcast. MHD. If you enjoyed the show, hit subscribe now and tell your friends on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and other social platforms. To participate on the show, leave a message with your comments or questions by calling or texting 816-558-6389. That's 816-558-6389. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Papa Ron Podcast. Papa Ron Podcast.